0: going to finish Romans chapter 8, and verse 26, and likewise, also the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unexpressed groanings, right? So there's a tendency for people to um, view those unexpressed groanings as um, as speaking in tongues. Well, no, that is not what that is, because I believe in the in the spiritual gifts, but not everyone has them so that would mean if it was the spiritual gifts god would just be speaking here to the people that have the spiritual gifts so no people may not have the spiritual gifts but if you know christ you have god's spirit and you do not have to be speaking in tongues To be praying according to the Spirit. What this is actually talking about, it's talking about we don't know the art of prayer. We don't know what to say sometimes. Sometimes we don't know what to say to people. So you think about it. Many times we don't know what to say to God at times. But here's what the Spirit does the Spirit knows what we ought to pray for. None of us know when the Spirit has moved there's certain things that have come to our minds that we've actually prayed for, none of us know what those things have done. In other words, what it's saying is that prayer is starting from God, moves through God, and goes back to God. So we have these unexpressed gro- groanings. And the one who searches our hearts knows what the mindset of the spirit is because he intercedes on behalf of the saints according to the will of God. So right now, for example, it's the will of God for Carolyn and uh, Stan and their families to have comfort. The spirit knows this, right? So comfort is going to come, meaning Understand what I'm what I'm going to say here, right? And this shouldn't negate anything. You don't always have to pray for a need to get a need met. Does that makes sense. God knows what we need. You don't always have to pray for a need to get a need met. The Spirit is not going to leave somebody in a place of desperation. Clearly having a need right until they pray for it. A person may not be able to pray in terms of a tragic loss, right? A person may almost just be paralyzed. What is God going to say? Oh, they didn't ask me. No. He's saying is that the spirit, the spirit through that person will be touched and will pray. That person doesn't necessarily even have to know it, but that. Weakness of not being able to pray doesn't mean that that need will not get met. No, it will. So, because he intercedes on behalf of the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose because those whom he foreknew he was also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son so that he should be the firstborn among many brethren. And those whom he predestined, these he also called. And the, the, those whom he called, they also justified. And those whom he justified, these he also glorified. I'm gonna unpack that a little bit. So, right? And we know that all things work together for good. So the qualifications for all things that work together for good, and don't forget what he says. And we know, right? So there's a knowing. How do you know? Through the spirit. Remember the other day, I was actually uh, talking about going and getting a, uh, the MRI, right? Wasn't worried or anything. You know why? That's a perfect example of knowing, knowing through the spirit. Either way, it's gonna work together for good. Remember me, kind and brandy go. No, we're not gonna bow down. No, okay, we're not going to bow down. Our God is able to save us. But even if he doesn't, we still will not bow down. There's an example of knowing. Remember Paul in prison? To live is Christ. To die is gain. So what? There's an example of knowing. And in prison, rejoicing the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Remember Paul? I'm being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure is at hand. Who are you flying with, Paul? United Airways, United, uh, yeah. American. Really? I mean, this guy is so calm. He's like he's waiting at the airport. This is a man that knows. So, and we know. This is why we can't say. We we cannot say without knowing. That's ginosko. It's a knowing. It's an intimate knowledge of something in the Hebrew. This is what is used when it talks about uh, Adam knowing Eve. is having an intimate knowledge of God, knowing that this, something good is going to happen. A kid is perfectly relaxed and takes for granted his parents because he knows. He knows he's secure there. That's what this is saying here. That all things work together for good for those who love God. For those who are called according to his purpose. But how do you know? It's through the Spirit. It is through the Spirit. Because those whom Ephor knew, listen this, listen this, this goes now beyond. We're going now, we're taking this into eternity. Listen, verse 29. Why why do all things work together for good? Well, because of. Uh, loving God and because of God's purpose, look at the purpose because those whom he foreknew, he also predestined, we're going into eternity now to be conformed to the image of his son right? so that he should be firstborn among many brothers. Why are we saying we're going into eternity? because this is the new creation now Christ, Christ. look so Christ, Remember, Adam was the first man here. What is Christ functionally? The the second Adam. But look, who is the firstborn among many brothers? The second Adam in the new creation, right? And those whom he predestined, these he also called. And those whom he called, these he also justified. And those whom he justified, these he also glorified. So there's a knowing, and we know that all things work together for good. That transcends here. We, it takes us into eternity. So we don't have this. Oh, what's going on here? Oh my word! Oh, you know, I got to save this. Oh, i got to save this table. i got to save this. No, you don't. Because now your security transcends all of this foolishness. Got to vote for this. Got to vote for that. No, you don't. Oh, the Titanic is sinking. So what? Let it sink. Because now your security transcends all of this. The Bible says that the world is fading away. In fact, it actually says... Friendship with the world. So, friendship with the world, you even trying to save it, you're an enmity with God. Let it sink, is what God is saying. Right? Let it sink. You never, ever, ever. Rome was very, very political. The Senate didn't start in America. Let me tell you that right now. America is a drop in the ocean in history. The Senate started in Rome. Let me tell you, Rome was very, very political. And you didn't hear any of those guys talking about politics. Because this is what he's saying. There's a new creation coming. Be focused on that. But here's the key thing. Not only be focused on that to get it, but be focused on that. Because being focused on that enables you to live the abundant life now. Remember Colossians 3 verse 1? Keep seeking those things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And if you do, here is what is promised then to you. Here's the victory in Christ. Verse 31. What shall we say then about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also together with him freely give us all things? Remember how Christ was asleep in the boat and the storm came? Go to sleep in the storm. Now, after this, look what he says. Who will bring charges against God's elect? Nobody can. God is the one who justifies No need to be scared of anything. God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ is the one who died. And more than that, who was raised, who is also at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Don't forget how this chapter started off. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. This is just concurrence of that. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will affliction or distress or persecution or hunger, or lack of sufficient clothing, or danger of the sword, just as it is written, on account of you, we are being put to death the whole day long, we are considered asleep for slaughter, these are the prophets speaking, now, right, Isaiah, not, no, but in all these things, we prevail completely, through the one who loved us, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depths, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord, nor COVID, nor conspiracy theories. Those are my own additions. I'm just being silly. But you get the point. This is a representative list. Nothing can separate us from God. Here's what I want you to see, here. So, so essentially, there's been this. There's there's, there's been this. Um, the apex of this, he's talked about God's plan, and those whom He predestined, these He also called, and those who He called, these He also justified. And those who He justified, these He also glorified. So, if you're a Christian. All of this is assured. See you on the other side, kind of thing. Now, what he speaks to is speaking to the things that could worry you, getting to the other side. What then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us, right? So nothing can take this. Out of God's hands. Nothing can take your future out of God's hands. Indeed, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all. How will he also, together with him, freely give us all things? Who will bring charge into? In other words, God is going to reign victoriously. And because you are with God, you are reigning victoriously. There's nothing to worry about. All things work together for good both here in this world and in what's called the eschaton so the eschaton is the last days eschatology is the study of the last days right so so you what god is promising you is uh you know what yeah who's gonna come against you don't get me wrong Something may try, but nothing is going to separate you from God's love that's in Christ Jesus. You might have a bumpy passage, but you'll have a safe arrival. Isn't that what American Airlines and all of the other airlines say, right? So you're going to get there. And what should that do now? That should cause a rest and a peace. Right now, you know, I used to love those old. I told you, my parents were old enough to be my grandparents. So, you name it, I really watched the old westerns. Some of you guys I know are a lot older than me. You probably don't even know some of these characters Randolph Scott, Oddie Murphy. Of course, everybody knows John Wayne, and Gary Cooper, uh, all, all of that. But, you know, what would happen? I, when I was a kid, I would start crying. You know the times when the good guy kind of gets into trouble and it's almost like all my parents would say, he's going to be okay. You know, he's going to triumph in the end. Don't worry. I would almost take that as like the end. This is how it's going to end. No. And it would always be riding off into the sunset. I know it became a cliche after a while, right? Always be riding off into the sunset on a wide, well, that was with Gary Cooper. But that's the point, right? Is that the good guy, the hero, gets bruised, gets all beaten up, but rides off into the sunset. That's what you need to focus on. Don't focus on that flashpoint when you get into trouble you are going to get into trouble. You know why? Because we know all things work together for good, meaning that things are going to go bad for you. They have to go bad in order for them to work together for good, for God to show himself, right? So that's what you have to get focused on. In fact, actually, I know we call Good Friday, Good Friday, but if we were probably there, we'd probably call that Bad Friday because it looked really bad, right? Right? Ah, But on Sunday, and we probably call Sunday Good Sunday. Right? When the hero, when Christ triumphs, the point I'm trying to make, don't get bogged down in the story. Focus on the ending. This is saying it's going to be a happy ending. And so we should feel secure. There's a lot of people with disinformation campaigns who are essentially just really just trying to put money in their own pockets. Don't listen to them. Focus on this ending. Listen, things are going to go bad at times. Christ and the Olivet Discourse talks about things going bad. You know when he he says, when all of these signs come about, look up because your redemption is drawing closer. These are signs of the times. And and stop trying to stop these signs. And stop trying to be saved from these signs. God never told anybody to try and stop these bad things from happening. We live in a sinful world. This world is going to be bad. It is going to be bad. The world we're going to is going to be good. Really, we're not meant, the lion is not meant to lie down with a lamb in this world. You really don't even try it unless you want lamb chops. Really, it's not going to happen. But we it's almost like we're trying to make something happen that God told us is not going to happen. What we need to do is focus on that. And we are more than conquerors through him who loved us because of that spirit that is in us, right? That spirit that is there, reassuring us that everything is going to be okay. God's spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. In fact, Romans 8, verse 15 says, we have no longer been given a spirit of fear, but a spirit right by which we cry, Abba, Father. It's a spirit of redemption. It's a spirit of they're there. It's going to be okay. Don't listen to external information. Listen to the witness of the spirit. There's going to be a lot of noise that goes on. And you just get caught up listening to external information. It'll be weird. Up she rises. Right. tell you, you'll be moved. You'll be all over the place. Be focused on the witness of the spirit on the inside. His spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And all of these things are gonna have a God before us. Nobody can be against us. Who can bring charges against God's elect?